it is that magical time of the week. Another journal entry from a fucked newbie trucker. This is the trials, trails, and tribulations of my career as a truck driver. Welcome to trucking life of a trucker who's a motherfucker of your mama's bad ass. Welcome to trucking life of a trucker who's a motherfucker with a big fat ass dick. So please sit back and enjoy the podcast. It is just a snack and never gets old fast. It is week 28 of a trucking life of a trucker. Oh yeah. Boy, boy, I, uh, when I was driving today, I listened to uh, last week's podcast. You know, because I guess I, I released it a little bit earlier than I normally would, because I actually finished it on the week that I finished it. And the wife was like, oh, you were really, really drunk last night. You were trying to grope me while doing a podcast. I'm like, what? And I look at my thing, and I'm like, oh, I published, I published it. And I noticed the extra segment there. Now, I kind of remember grabbing the recorder, but I didn't remember if I just recorded something or what happened there. But I listened to it today and listened to the end of the podcast, and I was like, holy crap. I was, uh, I was a little out of it there, wasn't I? Yeah, I was uh, toasty. <laughs> Especially at the very, very end, man. I was just like, fuck the truck, fuck this, fuck my life. I was like, holy shit, man. I was losing it there at the end. <laughs> oh, man. And then I was groping my wife in the body. I'm like, holy cow. Should I should I take this down, re-edit it? Oh, I'm like, nah, we'll leave it. It's something that doesn't happen very often. I think there was one episode. I can't remember which one. It was like, I think near uh, week eight, somewhere in there. It was one where I interviewed... Uh, uh, Tommy kid, whose whose grandfather was a uh, a truck driver, and the last I was toasty on the end of that one too. But I don't think I actually really announced it or said anything. I wasn't as wild as I was on this one. Holy cow! I must have been horny too. Hmm. And it didn't sound like I was uh, being very successful at my efforts. I guess you should say. But yeah, I apologize for that. Hopefully uh, uh, that only happens on a rare occasions. But yeah, I think I think me and the truck, uh, after today, we are starting to get along a little better. Even though, you know, I'm trying to love it. Um, even though my previous relationship with the truck uh, was much better. But hey... What can you do? What can you do? Just got to suck it up, man. Suck it up. <laughs> okay. Well, what what happened today? Well, today, I got dispatched about sometime, I don't know, on Sunday. Uh, Sunday was a lay in bed, and oh my God, my head hurts. I drank over a 24-pack of beer. I got trashed, man. I got trashed. 
My wife is like, you didn't go to bed until 4 a.m. in the morning and you kept me up all night coming in and out and uh, going pee and grabbing more beer. And I'm like, okay, honey, I'm sorry. She's like, you're only allowed to have 12 back next week. You ain't having no 24. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll do that. And I basically got two, two little pre-plans. One to grab a relay to Gary, go near North Chicago, and deliver that one by what time was that one? 9 a.m. in the morning. So I got to the got to the truck at about 5 a.m. to get over there, because you know how you know how traffic is. I arrived uh, 30 minutes before the appointment, so I did good. And this place. Now, the, normally when you back into a dock, you if that's inside, you like go halfway into it. This one, you went inside the building, all the way into it, to get to the dock that was inside. And then there was a trailer in the dock next to me, so I had to like do this weird backing where I had to kind of go in sideways a little bit because you know I didn't want to hit my mirror because my mirror would hit the uh, edge of the uh, door. So I had to kind of come in at an angle, and then once my tractor was in there enough to turn it back, and even the guy um, who was gonna go after me he's like no not really after me i was like holy cow you got really close to that other trailer i'm like man yeah i don't know i didn't want to tear a mirror up this was kind of an interesting one but what was neat about this one because normally when you go inside the buildings like this because the way they the shadow and the light of the daylight it makes the inside of the building completely black you really can't see nothing however they at least had docks um, with lights on them yeah there was there was these led lights kind of like light strips, right where you want to align your trailer on each side. So that was that was really neat. Um, I wish more um, indoor uh, dock kind of things had something like that. Sometimes I got the reflectors, but and there's been some that have absolutely nothing. You're just backing into a black hole. Uh, I mean, maybe if they had some kind of lighting in there, you know, that brightened it up really bright, but it'd have to be some really, really uh, powerful and bright lights in order to... Uh, lighten up the space almost as bright as outside in order to make the light, you know, the visibility a little bit better. But yeah, and that's pretty much a theme of how this whole day went. Weird backing situations. Mm-hmm. Because once I was done with this place, I went to my next one, which was some recycling place in North Chicago. Now, on Google Maps, I could see it was tight. It was real tight. However, you got to come off this really side street kind of a deal. Get in, you know, into their uh, skinny little driveway, which took you to a scale. You get on the scale. The scale weighs you, you know, because it's a recycling place. It's a place where, you know, if you were into scrapping, this is where you would go. And not the kind of scrapping where you fight people who uh, uh, get, like, metal and paper. It's just kind of a you run of the round, run of the mill, uh, local town, uh Recycling center. And then I get to the back door where the docks are. Now, because they got trash and shit everywhere, backing into this, I, I almost was like, I almost gave up. But then the uh, forklift guy, he says, I, I, I see this all the time. You need to go over here. And, well, why am I giving him an accent? Uh, he was Mexican. That's What accent was I tr doing there? But whatever. <laughs> he helped guided me in and... I, the way he did it, okay, it worked, 
but I never even would have thought of what how how that happened. Now that I've I've done it and saw what he had me do, it makes sense now in my head. Um, because the way I was doing it just wasn't working. Basically, it's really hard to explain. You come to the back of the building, and by the time you turn, uh, turn left to where the back of the building is, your truck and your trailer is taking up the whole space. And then there was four docks there. So basically, he had me back up and get really lined up close to the dock, make a hard right, and kind of go almost basically kind of set up a, a makeshift 45 and then start to try to aim it for the hole. And I wasn't even headed towards the dock. And then he's like, stop there. Now pull up and go over this way to your uh, to your right, about halfway. Okay, a little bit here, a little bit there. And then you uh, do your backing in again. I'm like, oh, it's going in now. Oh, okay. I see what, and after once I started getting it in there, I'm like, okay, I know, what to, I know where to go from here. But uh, even getting out, it was tight getting out. Damn near came close to jackknifing the, the fucking trailer because the turn is just so tight. <sighs> but yeah, two places. And including the final destination of where this uh, recycled paper was going. It's going up to Minisha, Minisha, Wisconsin. It's, it's, it's just a little bit south of... Appleton on this little island and as again very tight quarters turning in there was tight getting to the dock was tight and then when I was they had a scale there that I had a scale on they when it came off the scale they had this weird hill and it was going up and you got to turn um, turn right as you're going up it for a second there I'm like damn is my trailer gonna flip you know flip on its side it was really scary that's a lot of weight in that trailer too because it's uh it was pretty much maxed out with all that that paper, you know, well, recycled paper. I mean, these are one of those loads I like because it, it makes me feel like I'm doing I'm doing the world some good, you know. It's recycling. Is this all these of this junk paper that people would normally throw away is going to go get recycled and and turned into uh, new fresh paper. So, yeah. Not much in the miles. Uh, the week's off to a bad mileage uh, start. Uh, hopefully that's not an indication of what the whole week will be because sometimes, yeah, I do get some slow starts and then all of a sudden I, I get a good one by, by Tuesday. So we'll see what I get tomorrow. However, after I got done with this load, I got another pre-plan. Go ahead and hit up here in the Apple Terminal to pick up a load. And I think this is the shortest load I've ever done. You want to know how far I got to take this load? 0.4 miles, according to the GPS. It is literally around the block from the terminal. So, yeah, I basically get up. Um, the appointment is for, what is it? 6 a.m. in the morning. I mean, I can just wake up at 5, but I want to start my clock at about 4.30 because I want to keep that clock rolling early. I might try to go over there early and just see if I can get in there early because sometimes I get lucky. I might have to take that gamble and see what happens. And and you want to know fun, something funny? Remember when I went to Kansas uh, last week? I've dropped off a trailer. Yes. And... That's what this trailer is. It's the trailer I dropped off in Kansas when I got my drop and hook of the insulation. However, this came from that exact, this is that trailer that 
that I dropped there. Of course, it's got a new load of insulation, and then that's where I'm taking it, digging it here. I'm digging up the last bit. I think it's. I never really kept track. I, I should probably start writing down like a like a small notebook of trailers that I have to see how often I I get them again. I mean, but the chances though, it's just kind of like I left this trailer in Kansas, in Kansas, and and, and here it is. We meet up again um, less than a week later. It's, 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 it's funny, you know, I'm because when I was getting to it, I'm like this. This trailer number seems familiar, and I looked at the company of where it was coming from. Oh yeah, that's that place in Kansas I was last week. And just for the hell of it, I looked at my my little notebook where I write down my you know notes for a load. And I looked, I go, oh yeah, this is the one I left. This is the one I dropped there when I dropped an hook. It was the live load that I was supposed to end up taking this trailer with me. It's supposed to be a live load, but it turned into a dropping hook. And then we meet again. We meet again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened before, and I just never noticed it. But I just happened to happen to kind of catch it this time. I'm like this number seems familiar. Yeah, we we were together once before. Yeah, and maybe we will be together a little bit longer after I uh, get this unloaded tomorrow. I'll see if I'm uh, dropping and hooking it somewhere else or taking it to be loaded tomorrow. But uh, definitely. Um, and I'm wondering if this is going to be one of those small loading weeks. Like I said, I'm not liking the way it's starting. But then again, it gives me practice of what the uh, what being a local driver would be like. Because I'm sure as a local driver, that's all the loads are going to be, right? A lot of live loading, a lot of dropping, hooking, short driving. Hmm. In a way, I think I would kind of miss... You know, driving for you know hours a day, maybe I don't know, but you know, I got to do something because you know, wife is wife is a uh, wife wants me around a little bit more, you know, and I want to be able to stick around a little bit more in the marriage, if you know what I mean. So I'll take this as a good practice. See how I like it. See how I like it. A good way to kind of get an idea for what the local life will be like. We'll see you tomorrow, and we'll see what um, kind of loads I get to see if the week gets better or it's more small shit. September 24th, 2019. Yeah. Okay, well, <clears throat> what a bullshit wait this morning. I woke up. I'm like, okay, well, thought I was going to get over there early. Actually, I'm kind of glad I slept in because if I didn't, I would have been waiting outside even more. <clears throat> so I made it there 15 minutes before the 6 a.m. appointment time. Um, and, of course, nobody was there. <clears throat> I'm guessing they opened at 6. <clears throat> and... Um, yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't uh, want to get here earlier like I thought I was going to do. See if I can get unloaded early because small mom-and-pop operation, nobody was there yet. But they still, these insulation loads, man, every one of them, uh, they take forever to unload. Um, this one was uh, two and a half hours, so it was, it was faster than most. However, this guy, even though they weren't on pallets, he used a forklift, and he 
fucked up the floor of the trailer like something fierce, man. He ate the fuck out of it because he was grinding the forks down into the trailer to try to get under the insulation to pull it out of there. I mean, yeah, normally when I hear feel the trailer jerking and moving, you know, it's not that bad, but this time there was actually damage being done. He was a young kid. He was a young kid. Uh, did you know? He, well, I mean, I guess it saved him some time from sitting there hand unloading it, but still, uh, it's not cool, man. Not cool. So, and of course, I'm sitting there. I'm done with the load. I'm waiting for a preload. I'm like, come on, give me something. Give me something. So finally, I get a load. I just have to. I just had to go get it. It was about five miles away from where I was at. Um, in Nina, Wisconsin, heading back up into good old Michigan, baby. Uh, going to St. Jones, Michigan. It's a place I've been to before. So I know where to go, which is kind of neat. So yeah, I'm back into Michigan, man. Now on the drive up here, down here, there is a few situations kind of piss me off. Of course, I get routed on I-94 through Chicago. It's kind of funny because last time I uh, did this load, I got routed to go through the the UP. I don't know, it was, well, maybe three, three, four weeks ago. I don't remember now, which I thought was weird. And this time I get I-94 through Chicago. Now, this is a weird situation. So normally, because it's company policy to keep the uh, seven uh, seconds of following distance, right? So I got my seven seconds. However, <clears throat> there's a car in the next lane to, you know, my on my on my left. And he's, he's basically going the same speed as I am. So his car <clears throat> would basically, if he was in the same lane as me, he'd be right in front of me. Well, this car behind him, who is, you know, right next to me, starts just laying on the horn. Honk, 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 honk. This person saw that nice little following distance, that nice little gap that I had, and they wanted it badly. You know, because sometimes when I, I do this, when I create that gap, there's people who want that space. That that seven seconds of following distance becomes no seconds of following distance in less than a second. So in reality, it's only if it's only it's only a one second following distance. Because it, it can be gone that quick. Like, oh yeah, I got my I got my safe seven seconds of following distance. One second, it's gone. It's no seconds. <laughs> but <clears throat> uh, so this guy, as soon as he got the smallest inkling of where he could fit his vehicle between that car and the front of my truck <laughs> that's when he jumped over in that lane and guess what he didn't make it very far because about three other cars jumped in that space right in front of him <laughs> almost I almost hit in his fucking ass you know good thing I'm only doing three miles an hour so it was just hit barely tapped the brakes I stopped you know <laughs> But it was one of those seconds here. He's honking and freaking out. He wants that gap that I have really, really bad. And then when he gets it, it's gone. It's gone, baby. So guess what? 
he was right back to where he started. <laughs> and almost got hit in the process. Almost became almost became part of a truck sandwich, as, as they say, right? That's why you don't be in a hurry, folks. It really is not worth it to be a little bit more later. Seriously. It's not worth your life. It's not worth uh, anybody else's life. Or even just damage to your vehicle or anything else. We're creating stress for everybody. Because in the end, he's still lost. And could have lost more. But yeah, I made it as far as... I'm almost... Um, I'm at a rest area just south of Lansing, uh, Michigan. On I-69. A lot of people, uh, I think they like to have a little 69 here. You never know what's going on in some of these trucks, right? Or some of these RVs hanging out here in the rest areas. You just never know. You never know. Um, got my pre-plan for tomorrow. I am going back up to the Upper Peninsula. Going back to the UP. Back to La Anus, is what I call it. So it's going to be kind of nice to go up there. It's a nice drive, although I just got to make sure to plan my day right because of um, parking. If I can make the trip, then I can stay the night at the customers like I did last time. But I'm not entirely sure because if I would have known my pre... See, see, they sent the pre-plan while I was driving, and by the time I shut down for the day, uh, it's too late to kind of change the plan. But if this customer that I'm delivering to in St. Jones... Um, allowed overnight overnight parking. I just would have made it there and finished the day there. However, I had enough time on my clock. I could get there, drop and hook, and finish. I just wouldn't have had a good escape plan, as they say, because otherwise I'd have to come back down here. That was the closest uh, safe place to parking, and I couldn't start heading towards uh, Grand Rapids, which is where I'm picking up the next load at and safely get to parking so it's one of those situations if i wouldn't have sat around for an hour you know basically basically because i had enough i haven't you know I, I waste i lost an hour and a half of drive time due to the sitting you see what i mean so if if that didn't happen then i would have would have been able to make it and if i would have known i could have been sneaky about it too because when i went from the terminal to this particular customer, my clock, my truck PC, did not go into drive mode. It still thought I was pre-tripping as I was driving over there. So it goes like pre-trip, uh, customer check in and out. And it's like, oh, okay. Because it was just, it was that close. It was that close to the terminal. Oh, funny stuff, funny stuff. So yeah, I'm excited um, to be up on the Upper Peninsula. That means uh, this is delivered on Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow's Wednesday. It gets delivered Thursday, so which means Thursday. We'll probably figure out a way out of there. So I don't know where that'll put me by Friday, but at least I've got a few days. I don't have to be in the Chicago area. I prefer to be up here. It's just that I've got a I gotta set things perfectly to make the parking, and that's kind of where I was going when I was saying earlier. If I wouldn't have lost that time this morning, I could have um, 
dropped off this load, I could have started heading over to um, Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids, Michigan, <laughs> and been able to find parking tonight, you know, on my way to go pick up that load. That way, all I would have had to do was wake up, go pick up that load, head on up there and make it. But I might not be able to make it. I might have to actually cut my day short tomorrow because I'll have to stop at the last possible truck stop before um, the uh, the delivery point. And that's like, I think, uh, almost 200 miles away. 200 miles, yeah. So which means tomorrow might end up being a short day. However, that makes it so I can at least get my schedule back to starting in the time of day I want to. At least tomorrow I'll be able to start at about 4.30 in the morning. So maybe that'll knock it back to where I like it about 2 a.m. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Got to figure out some plan, right? Because I know, I know I won't make it up there. I know it's two-lane roads. It's up and down hills. It's, yeah. It's just too tight to, to, to pull it off. Too tight to pull it off. And that's that with Cat's Meow Pajamas. Oh, and I got to find a stop. And I got to find a truck stop. I need water. I, I knew when I went grocery shopping this weekend, I knew I should have picked some up. I'm on my last bottle of water right now. I have like three soda pops, and that's it. I do have uh, milk and cereal for the morning, and I do have some extra food laying around, but I'm going to need to take a stop tomorrow before I head on up there. I got I to gotta get, uh, get some water. Got to make a, a truck stop. Uh, you know, I could have done it today, too, because I stopped over my 30 and got lunch. And it was on my mind, but I completely forgot when I was there. Stupid me. So, need to get that. Need water. Water is important. Very important. Because I drink a lot of it. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. I'm trying not to drink too much water so I don't have to piss too much. You all have a good day. And be say. Never mind. I give up. I'll rhyme a pime next time. Oh God, the pain. Oh, the pain. Oh. So what can I say about today? Besides fuck today. Fuck today right up the fucking asshole. Fuck, man. It is August, I oh, know, August, September 25th, 2019. Ow. We'll get to that in a minute. Day started off really, really good. Got to my dropping hook this morning an hour early. Got it done. Things were running smoothly. Headed on over to Grand Rapids to get my my next load. Then that's where everything went to fucking shit. First of all, I get to this uh, shipper. And when you first get there... You gotta you gotta scale your truck because it's one of those ones they put re, you know paper that's gonna be recycled, right? And I step out of the truck to try to grab the phone because you get answer this phone, 
and you have to kind of hang out across this um, from your truck over to this like um, paddle paddle area. Well, anyway, it's like a it's like a ledge, you know. It's about right where your truck first truck, you know, your last truck step is. But anyways, I stepped on that, got onto it, and kind of got my footing wrong on it and decided to scrape the, I guess you'd say this is my shin, the front part of the foot. So it's all scrapped, scratched and scraped to hell. I have no band-aid, so I had to make my own dressing and on top of it, it hurts like hell as well. Good thing I don't have a, a stick shift. Otherwise, this would really, really suck right about now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, note to self, carry band-aids. Yeah. And I, it was one of those things I didn't even know I was bleeding until I got to the end of the day here and I just looked down at my uh, sock and I'm like, oh, shit, it's red. I, I just thought maybe I bumped it, you know, hurt it that way. I didn't expect it to be a blood-drawing one. Scrape. And then after that all happened... I try to check in on the phone. And then I try to give him the pickup number that dispatch gave me. Oh, well, that's not the number. Your number starts with the 5. Okay, so I go through, make sure I check everything that I've been sent. Workflow, the notes in the computer, everything. I have to check it to try to figure out where this 5 number is. Nope, nothing there. I call my uh, fleet manager. No, yeah, she also didn't see it in there either. Said, I'll, I'll call customer service and uh, we'll see uh, if we can get that number for you. So I wait about an hour and a half. I call again. She's like, she still, you didn't get your number? I'm like, no, I didn't get the number. She says, oh, well, I'll send a message again. Another half hour goes by. Finally, a number. I can go and... Uh, Finally check in. Lucky it's the right one. So I lost my time there. The time I needed to be able to get where I wanted to be up in the Upper Peninsula. So now I'm stuck with this situation. I now have to end the day early than I want to because I have to stop the last possible because when you start going north into Michigan, uh, truck stops start to become a little bit more scarcer and scarcer. Virtually, there's a little one after the Mackinac Bridge. And it looks like from Google Maps it has a few parking spots in there. But I stopped at the last, you know, kind of big one. It's a marathon uh, truck stop up in Grayling, Michigan. It was the only one I could find that was, you know, a normal-sized truck stop. Because I could probably have made it to the one after the Mackinac Bridge, but their parking lot was so small, and I would have gotten there later in the eve, you know, evening, that I could be risking it there and not finding a place to park. Then what? Then what? Park on an on-ramp, side of the road. Yeah. So that's uh, end of my day, two and a half hours earlier than I wanted to. It is what it is. 
I mean, I'll, I'll make it up there tomorrow as long as US 2 is open, which I'm not sure I can't. I even tried to look at the DOT website, can't find any information on it. But according to Google Maps, uh, US 2 is closed at a certain point. So I'm not sure if it's a detour or one of those things, because sometimes Google Maps will do it where it'll show both sides, you know, the road closed, but sometimes it's. You know, one of those situations where it turns into one-lane traffic and you got to wait at the light or wait for a pilot vehicle to take you through. So I don't know what I'm going to hit up there. Maybe somebody up at the bridge will know when I go to pay there. I still got to get my water, but I'm just like, I just want to relax right now. I just got to remember to do it in the morning when I get my coffee. Fuck, I should have put that fucking phone on fucking airplane mode. Fuck. Oh, okay. Cool. It was from Anchor. Your podcast got 47 views last week. Keep it going with the new episode. Okay. That makes me feel a little better. 47 of you love me. And, uh, yeah, pray for me. Because I hopefully things, uh, feel better. Hopefully tomorrow's better. Um, when I get to Lioness tomorrow, I take a load out of there and then I Take it to Marshfield. Uh, according to my schedule, if I can make it Marshfield, that would be a good way to end the day tomorrow. But you know how these things go with these shivers. I could get there and they may not even have a load for me. Or it turns into a live load that takes five fucking hours. Man, can you see I'm in a bad mood today? But fuck, I'm pissed. Today did not go as planned. And I'm not happy. I'm fucking pissed. So I'm going to go. Fuck. The update for September 26, 2019. Very, very short day. Well, I made it short. That's what I did. Woke up, still feeling pain on the foot. Was not feeling very good. Figured I'd head up in that upper peninsula, get across the $25 bridge at 20, 20 miles an hour. I still think that's really silly that the trucks have to go 20 miles an hour. There might be a purpose behind that. I just don't understand it, you know? I just don't understand it. One of the most exciting things, <clears throat> if you want to call it exciting, was when I had my fuel stop up in the UP, this fuel stop literally had old school pumps. I don't mean like old school, like from uh, ancient days. I would say like from like the 80s and 90s style of pumps. There was no, no credit card, you know, uh, thing in there. So I actually had to go inside and say, hey... And do you accept uh, the ESF cards? And he's like, yeah, we got to do that manually. But we go ahead and just turn on the pumps. Like, went ahead and turned on the pumps. I'm like, well, I'm going to be going to a terminal on my next load. So I don't need to fill it up. I'll put about 50 gallons in. And man, just putting those 50 gallons in there took 20 minutes. These pumps were pumping so slow. I don't even know how how anybody could, you know, just that old technology, old pumps, just nah. Um, to fill a, fill a full tank would probably take you almost a damn hour. 
It's insane. Uh, yeah, would that be all right? Yeah, close to an hour. It'll take you a while. And then I had to go inside. And they had, you know, the piece of paper. Some of you may may or may not remember this. Back in the old day, old day, uh, with credit cards, they put it in this uh, kind of like imprint machine and put this piece of paper over the top of it. And then they would slide this thing that would imprint your card onto the uh, piece of paper. Well, that's that's what this was. And then when they were done, she had to go on the phone and call call it in and enter in all the information that I normally would uh, enter in on the pump. I'm sitting there going, fingers crossed, hopefully this works. Hopefully this works. I don't want to have to pay for it out of my pocket and try to get reimbursed. No, thank you. Already done that enough with the bridge, right? That's actually what I was worried about when I first got there. From uh, the way the way everything kind of looked. I'm like, is this going to be a situation where I have to pay it out of pocket? That's what I was worried about. Like, is this going to be a place where I have to pay it out of pocket and get reimbursed for it now? Luckily, everything went well. It uh, went through. And I was able to, I took my 30 there. And was able to get out of my way. Get out of... I just love it when I do that, right? And then the drive. We're driving almost to Linus. I think that's how you actually pronounce it. Linus. Li- I like to call it Linus. Oh, that smell of pine. I just love the smell of pine. Mmm. And it was very piney that morning. And it was much better because last time I went up there, it was dark... And I believe, yeah, it was foggy, too, on top of it. So this time, it was early morning. The sunset was just coming up. I was able to actually see the environment this time, and there was no fog, which was really nice. So I was able to see the lake, and I was able to see the scenery with the beautiful pine trees and all that wondrous stuff of nature. Then I go ahead get to the customer up there. Go ahead and... Drop my uh, drop my load, and then I go and uh, get my next load. Now the problem was as I have four hours left of my clock, <clears throat> and because you're so far up there, the closest truck stop was four hours and ten minutes GPS time. I'm like, doggone it! So I had to uh, make that choice to say, all right, I'm gonna have to uh, start my uh, 10-hour break now. And that's the day. Um, and uh, take off was about... <clears throat> I was able to get out of there about 8 p.m., 8 p.m. And head on down towards good old uh, Marshfield. Drop that baby off in Marshfield. And get her going, man. Get her going. To go... Uh, Pick up a load. Um, let's see, where was it going? Where was it going? My notes are all backwards here. Right. Well, yeah. Actually, it didn't. Uh, yeah, it kind of gets into the next day. That's kind of weird. Okay, so we'll save that for the next day. So, got to Marshfield. Uh, uh, re- I relayed the load and then uh, headed off. To Scotch Scotchofield, Wisconsin. Scotchofield, Wisconsin. Might as well update it. Update for 
September 27th. Yeah, it's Friday now. Okay, it's Friday now. I'm so confused with my, my schedule. And this is a load going to Chicago, Illinois. Now, my goal here was to make it as close as the, of course, delivery that I can get to. And this is one of those places I'm not looking forward to going into, and I would rather get there at night. My goal was at least to get through the state of Wisconsin in one day. So from the top, almost near the top of the Upper Peninsula all the way down to Exit 1 in Illinois and go to the T. Uh, no, I thought I was going to go to the TA originally, but then I saw that the, the pilot next to it has Denny's, and I am a sucker for Denny's. Yeah. Mm. Got a nice, beautiful uh, omelet. It was good, Philly. It was a Philly, Philly cheese omelet. Kind of a weird choice, you know, right? But yeah, it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And I, I also noticed I haven't been out here in a while. I mean, out up here. Um, but they're building a Loves right across the street from the pilot, so there'll be another truck stop option over here. It's going to be insane. There's going to be a lot of parking in that in that spot because, if I remember correctly, this that's your best. Uh, truck stop area when you're heading south towards Chicago. I, I know there's, I think there's, yeah, the terminal, about all I know is the terminal coming the other direction. But there's other little trucks. I think there's a TA, there's a pilot, um, something called Fuel Man. They all exist uh, on the south end. So there's plenty on the on the, on the the 80, well, 94 part of it. I'm not, not purely the south part of it, but enough parking where if you're coming from the other direction you've got options and it's nice to be able to have more parking options in that particular spot because if you need to get through Chicago um, or you just don't got the time to do it usually like say make sure you got three hours on the clock just be on the safe side unless you're in the middle of the night but even that can be a gamble because then you can hit nighttime uh, construction which is no fun no no fucking fun uh, the goal is, after I take my 10 here, um, I can go ahead and um, head off to Gary. Uh, got a load out of Gary on Monday morning. I'll pick up a relay, which is sweet. Going to Clinton, Iowa. Fun, fun stuff. So the goal is, when I get up, head on down there, uh, get this load dropped and hooked, and get to Gary Terminal, at least before I can get there about, if I'm lucky, 10, 10.30, 11 at the latest, and be able to get home on a, uh, on a, on a Friday night. I haven't been able to do that all in all. It would be nice to have a, a full weekend, because I don't have to worry about this next load going out in Clinton, so I'd have to, well, I'd have to leave Monday morning at about 2 a.m., that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's not bad. I'm happy. Happy with how this week's going. A little week in the week in the miles, but it's going good. So we'll see you uh, for the update of home time and uh, if I made it there Friday night. Update for September twenty eighth and twenty ninth. Um, finishing off the load and uh, some home time. Thank God, some nice, beautiful 
long-awaited, long home time. It felt good. So yes, I was able to get the load down into Chicago, get it dropped and hooked. I was able to uh, head on over and get home. I got home about what was it about? It was 11:30 when I got it and got to the door. Now I was smart. Uh, just when I woke up from my tan and was going to go deliver this, um, called the wife and asked if she can go ahead and, you know, pick up something to eat and uh, also if she could uh, pick up some. Um, I just told her to pick up just just a six pack. You know, I'll do my heavy drinking on a kind of Saturday. I actually really really didn't drink that much this weekend either. Not as bad as that one weekend. Oh my god. No, uh, no crazy uh, drunk uh, at home podcast for you guys. Nope, 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 nope. I went ahead and um, had some uh, um, Bud Light. So I just got there at a time, you know, eleven thirty. Had a six pack, just kind of unwind. And and the part that pissed me off, because when I was going to go deliver um, my drop and hook, of course it's raining. Oh crap! I got a, I got a drop and hook in the pouring rain. Well, let's just say that pouring rain went all the way through the weekend. Yeah, this rain didn't want to go away. It's like, oh, you got some nice uh, two-night uh, home time, two days at home. We're gonna rain on your parade. Now I wasn't very happy about that. Not happy at all. What what can I do? It's like, come on. What would be the chances of that, you know? So Saturday, what did I do Saturday? Uh, Saturday, I think the wife went to work. I just kind of went out to the vape shop, did some grocery shop, and got some supplies for the truck. And then just uh, drank beers for the rest of the evening and... uh, watched uh, Minecraft YouTube videos, which I haven't done in a while, but it was kind of fun, on the Roku in the RV, because I couldn't hang out outside, have a nice little campfire, any of that, because it just, it just rained, and it rained some more. And Sunday, Sunday was uh, a day where I actually sat down and I played a little bit of Minecraft. I have this, uh, modded version of my game with like 117 mods in it. It's insane. Um, I want to get back into playing that. I thought maybe to make it a little bit easier so I don't have to dig out a laptop. Um, But if I'm going to go local, I don't need anything in the truck. But if that doesn't work out, I mean, I guess I could put like a spot here, put a computer monitor, and get a Intel Nook they call it an Intel Nook, and at least that that should be more than enough to play some Minecraft. You know, that way I don't have to set up a laptop, pull it out, have something that's set up in here ready to go. I can just rock and roll. And also, if I don't, maybe I can use it at home to have have something set up at home. So I don't not you know the laptop's great, but I got to dig it out, plug it all in, you know, hook it up, and uh, just one of those things. I just don't want to do it unless I got a long. Uh, Long, uh, long break. But, uh, that doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen very often at all. Kind of disappointing. <sighs> but yeah, weekend was good. 
Um, even though it rained, I made the most of it. And might as well get ready for it because winter's coming and I'm probably going to be indoors a lot more. So that's probably what I'll be doing. Playing some Minecraft and watching YouTube. Yay. Sounds exciting. And there's some stuff I still got to finish. And I just don't have the time. I guess I got the time. I just don't want to waste my precious home time to take care of the chores. But I need to get them done before winter comes. I need to get the outside of the RV cleaned and fix the furnace in the RV. It's too cold. Before it gets too cold, it's mainly mainly the furnace is for the dog. Um, we have a little fake fireplace kind of heater that runs on electricity, but we only run that when we're uh, when we're at home. Don't use it when not there. Okay, well that was my week. Hurt myself, and 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 the lesson of this is. Three points of contact, people. Three points of contact. Um, at the end of the week, um, it did feel. It does feel better. It's not 100%, but I'm hoping throughout the week, or the next week. Oh, it's so confusing. My head's really confused right now because <laughs> this is, you know, something being recorded after the fact. And uh, I'll get that done. I'll get that done get it healed yeah i'm gonna get healed because i need this foot i need this foot because i love putting up the you know putting my foot up someone's ass without lube This trucking life of a trucker Who's a motherfucker of your mama's bad ass Ending this trucking life of a trucker Who's a motherfucker with a big fat ass dick Glad you listened and enjoy the podcast It is just a snack and never gets old fast Thank you all for listening this week Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app Follow me on Twitter at Anthrit, Instagram at Anthrit Onirovato, www.anthrit.com. Send an email to Anthrit at Anthware.com or leave a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash Anthrit. Remember, from this time and every time on, keep on clicking on my butt fuck truck. This is Anthony from Anthware, signing off. <laughs>